Phil, that was Mark Nepo back on the show. Very bright guy, very articulate. I'm not surprised that he uh, studied literature in college and uh, uh, is a writer. Uh, he certainly expresses himself with great clarity. Uh, very interesting guy, uh, well-spoken. Yes, indeed. And uh, he's got quite a nice following and I uh, think well-deserved. He's, uh, he's done his homework. He knows uh, the intricacies of the spiritual path. He's written a lot of good books, and um, I haven't, I can't claim to have read them, but what I've read uh, tells me that, um, you know, in my experience, there are people who know a lot and write books, and then there are people who write books, know a lot, and are actual writers, real write, good writers, uh, people who pay attention to the uh, nuances of the written word and the, the you know the, the the craft of writing and and who are by inclination uh, have a writer's uh, sentiment and a writer's sensibility. And he's one of those. He's a poet. He writes uh, very uh, readable and uh, moving. Uh, prose. Um, I'll have to read his most uh, most um, popular uh, uh, bestseller, The Book of Awakening, which um, I confess not to have read. But I'm, I'm really glad uh, we got him back on the show to talk about his uh, new book, The Book of Soul, 52 Paths to Living What Matters. Right. And, and of course, he got on the radar back in 2014 when he was on uh, part of Oprah Winfrey's The Life You Want Tour. So that was uh, obviously a, a big break for, for him. I think he had a, his break even earlier uh, with Oprah and uh, other, other uh, public, you know, public appearances that followed. Right. I have a question for you. Uh, the Book of Awakening, you, you have written more than anybody probably about... Uh, uh, the influence with Eastern knowledge coming to the West. And I think the Book of Awakening was written in 2000. That was uh, 19 years ago. Uh, 20 years ago, there you go. Uh, the, the expression awakening. Yeah. Is that relatively new? There's a couple of, of expressions. Okay. We, <laughs> I got involved in, in, in spiritual pursuits back in the, you know, you know, 1970. So many moons ago. And they, you heard the word enlightenment. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I never remember hearing awakening. I never remember hearing mindfulness. Uh, there's a lot of new terminology that's crept in over the years. Maybe maybe Mark uh, was instrumental in getting the expression awakening in there. I know it, it comes out of Buddhism, as does I think mindfulness. But I, I uh, over the years, I don't remember back in the 70s, 80s, 90s anyway hearing those expressions. Well, we didn't. I didn't. Uh, uh, you're right. I think. Awakening uh, became a term of uh, of uh, use more recently. You're right. I think I remember the term enlightenment being uh, the, the 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 term of choice 
back right. in the seventies, and and awakening came later. I don't know that Mark. I like I like I'm I'm happy with all of them actually. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> on the other hand, you know, we hung out in our circles, so right. maybe it was used. Maybe awakening was used, you know, by other gurus and other traditions, other lineages. So I I don't really know. It's all they're all just synonyms for you know what the hindus would call moksha you know the, the liberation of consciousness and so you know whatever to, i i don't know that mark would uh, accept or deserve any credit for that uh, i don't know why he called the his book uh, the book of awakening but um whatever reason that was was um uh you know, I, I just don't know. I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, we, I we, really we, don't know. I know uh, I've heard I heard other people using it before I knew of Mark uh, uh, back, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago started maybe you know, around that, I guess, started to be I started to hear it more from the uh, Advaita Vedanta people the Neo Advaita uh, people. So who knows where it started? Where where is where where is it headed, and uh, you know and again, uh, different people define being awakened in different ways. They yeah. define enlightenment in different ways, but I, I think uh, it's interesting that um, these ter this terminology is becoming more and more part of mainstream culture. Certainly, mindfulness you hear everywhere now, yeah, probably than anything. And but I want to remind our listeners that this is uh, May first that we're doing this discussion. 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, uh, it looks like it's headed in a downward direction, which is good in most areas, but let's hope. And uh, I think that, uh, uh, I certainly think that when this is all said and done, and we look back at it, it'll be a time when probably uh, uh, a good number of people spend more time uh, looking inward for help and advice and, yes. and, and fulfillment. And, and uh, something really good may come out of all of this at the end of the day in in the world of spirituality. I don't know, uh, and uh, I, I, I'm not going to make a prediction, but I certainly think it's, it's well within the realm of possibilities. Well, I, I agree. And, um, you know, I've gotten uh, to be interviewed a few times, and, you know, I have, uh, because, you know, my own book was just... Um, rushed into release it's coming out in august give us the name of that book spiritual practice for crazy times you know it, it's scheduled for august but uh when the pandemic hit my publisher was smart enough to say let's get this out sooner it has something to offer people and so it's it's a dollar 99 as an ebook and uh you know so i've had to talk about the the book and the, the content more than I anticipated. I thought I was going to do that in August. Um, and and I'm seeing exactly what you said. You know, there's the motivation for uh, addressing the spiritual side of our lives and taking advantage of the isolation to uh, find sanctuary and refuge and turn to, to the inner life and to spirit. Uh, there's less excuse not to, for one thing, and and uh, for another, uh, there's a, a strong need in our anxiety and fear and worry 
to turn to the life of the spirit as a, um, not only refuge, but as a, a grounding and a, a, a sort of fortress against the uh, the craziness out there. So I, I agree. And people, I think Mark would probably, you know, when his book is released, which is any day now, uh, by the time this, by the time people hear this, it will have already been released. And I'm sure people will turn to his book and his uh, workshops and online offerings. And I hope they do to mine and, you know, anybody else who has something to offer in this regard. But I will say this, you know, I don't think it's automatic. There'll be a, a spiritual resurgence out of this if we if we make that happen. Right. Uh, give the name of your book again. Spiritual Practice for Crazy Times. And, and uh, this is a crazy time, and there's no guarantee we're not going to have more crazy times. No, no. no. Crazy I, I've times. been saying it doesn't get any crazier than this, but it could. Yeah, we should, we should, uh, everyone should be prepared and have as many tools as they can uh, uh, to, to, to deal with it. Yeah, um, and so let's, um, before we uh, leave, we ended up talking about my book, but let's reiterate the title of Mark Nepo's new book, which is The Book of Soul. The Book of Soul, Mark Nepo, N-E-P-O. We'll have all that posted up. Yep. Phil, until next okay. time. Okay, take care, stay safe. Yes, everyone.